So we've been looking at how the Lord clothes us spiritually. And we've been looking at, particularly over the last couple of weeks, firstly, we started with the garments of salvation, how our filthy robes of our own righteousness, uh, the Lord takes them and we are clothed with uh, the robe of righteousness in and through the death and sacrifice and uh, the precious blood of Jesus. And then last week we were looking at the garment of praise, how part of the anointing of Jesus and his anointing is our anointing, is the garment of praise. And you and I have to choose to praise the Lord. We have to lift our eyes. We have to look up beyond our circumstances and look to the Lord. Just like Israel didn't look to the hills for their safety and their deliverance. They looked beyond the hills to the Lord uh, God, the creator of heaven and earth. Praise. We lift our praises to him who is uh, above this world and is above our circumstances and praise always carries the potential and power to change the environment, to change the atmosphere, to produce change in us and to bring breakthrough uh, for us and breakthrough from the Lord. This morning we're going to look at how we are clothed in Christ and how we're clothed in the Spirit. Clothing is so important to you and I. Every day you and I get uh, dressed and we, we choose our clothes carefully, whether it's for a special occasion, whether it's a special colour, uh, whether it's a special task that we're doing. Uh, if I'm digging the garden or if I'm playing sports, I will dress very differently than if I'm going to a wedding or something like that. Clothes express image and clothes say so much about our identity uh, but the Lord has clothed us as well. Clothes make a statement to the world. I was watching TV this week and there is an ad from Sainsbury's and it said dress well to feel good. That's how people are trying to get us to buy clothes. Dress well <coughs> to feel good. Uh, I feel good without the clothes I wear. There are certain clothes I like to wear. They make me feel comfortable and things like that. But uh, I don't dress to feel good. I feel good because I've got Jesus in me as my Lord and Savior, that the Holy Spirit works in and through me. But there's, there's a lot of studies been done about the way that we dress and the impression it has. It can uh, give us a sense of well-being. It uh, creates an impression and increases people's impression and perception of us. And in fact, studies have shown the way we dress uh, can Im impact and improve and increase our performance. People dress for the workplace, don't they? Uh, people power dress, we call it, and all those kind of things. Dressing is important and it carries uh, an influence in that respect. The Lord, what I want to say to you, the Lord has dressed you well. Uh, the, the Lord has dressed you with the best clothes. He's dressed you immaculately and he's made you fit for purpose. This first verse, verses we were looking at from Galatians, for you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. 
There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Galatians 3, verses 26 to 29. You and I have not just been baptized into Christ, we have been clothed with Christ. We have been covered by his righteousness. The Lord has dressed us and we are invited to dress ourselves, clothe ourselves every day. We are covered and clothed with his anointing. We've been adorned by the anointed one. His anointing is our anointing. We've been cloaked with anointing and authority and we have taken on the characteristics and the values of Christ himself. That is uh, when we walk in partnership and obedience and in surrender and submission to the Holy Spirit. Those characteristics and those values of Christ will come flowing through us and flooding out of us. What a wonderful promise it is. We are heirs according to the promise. Uh, the promise was made to Abraham's seed. Abraham's seed is singular. It's Christ. All the promises of God are yes and amen in Jesus Christ. And we are in Christ and we receive those promises in and through him. So through Christ, we step into our inheritance and we, we uh, take hold of all those wonderful promises in God and we start to lay hold of our inheritance. The Holy Spirit is given to us as the guarantee of that inheritance. We're receiving it now and we'll receive it in its fullness in the future. Uh, but you and I are clothed in Christ. Isn't that a wonderful thing? And as we think about the parable of the lost son or the prodigal son, as it's so often called, it gives us a glimpse into some of those clothes that we put on in Christ. You remember the son took his inheritance, left the family home, wished his father was dead to lay hold of that inheritance, went and wasted it in filthy and foul living. And then in the midst of his despair and despondency and in the darkest place of his life, as he was uh, looking after swine, and that's a horrendous job for a Jewish boy, uh, and eating the pods that the swine had rejected and pigs will eat everything. He realized he'd be better off as a slave and a servant in his father's household than what he was doing there. And he headed off back home and, and the father had never stopped looking out for him. And the father dashed and ran and galloped down the road and threw his arms around his son. And as his son was about to uh, redefine his identity as a slave and a servant, the father stopped him and said, no, you are my son. And he said to the servants, go and get the robe to go on him. Go and get the ring to put on his finger. Go and get the sandals to put on his feet. Uh, in Christ, you and I are clothed with that robe of righteousness. We are clothed with a robe that says we belong to God. We are his child. And uh, a father watches over his child with passion. And they are precious to him. And he reveals his love to us day by day. We belong 
to the family of God. We are a royal family. We have sandals on our feet. Sandals declare that we are sons and daughters of the living God. We are sons and daughters of the high king of heaven. And uh, sons wore sandals or shoes and slaves and servants were, went bare feet. You and I have a privileged and a precious position in God's family. And finally, they had the ring. He had the ring placed upon his finger, a ring of authority. And you and I, together, partnering with the Holy Spirit and led by Jesus, we're to keep pressing into and expressing the authority of God in and through our lives. Because you see, a Jewish son wasn't to take the inheritance and use it on their own. A Jewish son was to learn how to apply the family inheritance uh, through the authority that came through the father. And we are, we are not just given carte blanche to use the authority of God as and when we desire and as and when we like and in the ways and means that suit you and me. No, 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 no. We uh, exercise and we apply the authority of God as we're led and directed by the Holy Spirit. That is how it works. It's not ours to do with what we want. It is ours to use and to apply in surrender and submission to the Holy Spirit, the authority of God flowing through our lives. Uh, we step into it now. We don't have to wait as we follow the Holy Spirit. That authority, that anointing will begin to flow. It's wonderful the way the Lord has clothed us. And that second verse we're looking at from Luke 24 and verse 49. Clothed with power from on high. You tarry here. Uh, behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. The words there are endued, uh, clothed, uh, wrapped around with, or fully equipped. You can translate it all of those ways, and they're all correct. But we've been endued with power from on high as we're clothed with the Holy Spirit, as the Holy Spirit wraps around us with power to fully equip us to walk in God's world, God's way, and to fully equip us to apply the anointing of Jesus in the right manner and to yield the authority of God in the right way. Isn't it amazing the way that the Lord has clothed us and fit us for purpose, how the Lord has immaculately dressed us. We're to be attractive and to draw people unto him. God adorns us with power in the Holy Spirit as Christ's anointing and authority works through us and in us. You see, the Holy Spirit dwells within you. The Holy Spirit is in you permanently. But the Holy Spirit can also come on you for task and for purpose. In the New Testament, the Holy Spirit's in us always. In the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit only came on them for special task and special purpose. You and I have both. Holy Spirit never leaves us. It's always within us. But the Holy Spirit can come upon us and stay upon us. That was the difference between you and I and Jesus. At Jesus' baptism, the Spirit came on him and it never, ever left. He never grieved and he never quenched the Holy Spirit. 
because he lived in God's will, God's way. He lived surrendered and submitted to the Holy Spirit. And he uh, had clean hands, a pure heart, a renewed mind. These are the ways that we make sure the Spirit stays upon us. More and more, we need to learn how to live in a way that the Holy Spirit stays with us. The Holy Spirit is depicted as a dove, isn't he? I've got pigeons. Some of my pigeons, when I go in the shed, they come and sit upon my shoulder. And I have to move around gently. I have to be aware the pigeon is there. I don't move quickly. I don't make loud noises because that will startle and scare the pigeon. And some of the ways we live uh, quench and grieve the Holy Spirit. I have to live in an awareness that the Holy Spirit just doesn't live within me. The Holy Spirit comes on me. And when the Holy Spirit comes on me, I needs, it needs my attention so that the Spirit will stay. And uh, more and more, you and I need to learn to do that. Uh, as we keep saying, that the Lord flows more powerfully through clean channels. And uh, the way we uh, make our lives a clean channel is clean hands. Live clean. Get rid of sin. Be ruthless with sin. Uh, we've been freed from the power of sin by the death of Jesus, but we live in a sin-saturated world, and you and I can trip up uh, with sin from time to time. Let's be ruthless in dealing with sin in our lives so that the Holy Spirit can come upon us and flow through us more powerfully. Uh, let's make uh, always be examining the motivations and the attitudes of our hearts clean hands, a pure heart, and let's be those that are constantly in the Word of God so that our minds are being renewed, so that we've got bibline blood and scripturated skulls. The Word of God is uh, laying hold of us and shaping us and uh, changing us and transforming us to be more and more like Jesus every day. That is the way uh, that those clothes fit snugly and those clothes fit as well, uh, because God, as I I've said a number of times now, God has clothed us immaculately and God has fit us for purpose with that clothing. You and I have the awesome privilege, the awesome uh, gift of being clothed in Christ and by the Spirit. With great privilege comes great responsibility. You and I are responsible for the way that we live, the way that we uh, look after those clothes and the way we conduct our lives uh, to bring glory and honour to God. Let us pray together. Father, we thank you for the way you have clothed us. Uh, you have clothed us in so many wonderful and amazing ways. We thank you that we're clothed and adorned with the anointing and the authority of Christ. We thank you that the power of the Holy Spirit wraps around us to equip and empower us fully to live in your world, your way. Help each one of us to flow more freely in these things. Strengthen and sharpen us in this realm, that we might wear those clothes in the right manner and we might represent you uh, uh, well in this world. These things we ask in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.